Welcome to the Shine Bright Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Christelle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Shine Bright Podcast. Um, if you listened to the end of last week's episode where we talked about grieving and my expectations and you heard me say that this week's episode was going to be about um, reckless spending, uh, decided to switch it up this week. Um, one, because honestly, a lot like a lot's going on <laughs> right now. Um, and also a lot of us just aren't spending. I know my paycheck from last two weeks ago is sitting there looking at my paycheck from this week um, because not a lot of money has moved. So while it was a, a really great episode that I recorded with my uncle, I think I'm going to hold on to it until things get a little bit back to normal. And um, that seems like it better fits maybe later down the line. And then also too, um, I've just, you know, with everything that's going on right now with this pandemic and Corona, you know, you're just up. I know I've been really up and down. And so one thing that I've been trying to do is find, um, you know, funny things to watch. I've been trying to stay away from like really sad um, movies or stories. And so I actually wanted to do a story time episode where I tell you guys some of my worst dates that I've ever been on in hopes that like, you know, you guys laugh. So that's what I want to do with today's episode. So y'all know I like to do a little how is your heart check-in. So for me, my heart is honestly pretty heavy right now. Um, Unfortunately, I have friends who have lost loved ones to this virus and, um, you know, just starts to hit a little bit closer to home. And I have been feeling very... (coughs) excuse me, I've been feeling very helpless um, because a lot of the ways that I would show up for my friends in times of grief or things, you know, tragedy is, you know, by sending something or being there to, you know, give them a hug or just be around. Um, And obviously we can't do that with the social distancing. So I've been trying to find creative ways to be there for my friends. Um, Of course, relying a lot more on you know, my prayers and God to be there for them. Um, But yeah, my heart's a little heavy. I think we're all going through, like I said, this ups and downs. I think I keep floating in and out of like reality. Um, So I was listening to Amanda Seals podcast and she was saying like how she's still, um, this is a couple weeks ago, but she was saying like how she feels like she's in denial about all of this and how denial is our subconscious's way of like easing ourselves into reality. So I feel like there are moments where, you know, this virus is um, acutely like real and I feel it and, you know, it's very heavy on my heart. And then I feel like there are moments where I like bob and weave out of being in denial um, where I'm just able to like check out and um, whether it's watching a show on TV or hanging out with my family or my little cousins, I just am able to like tap out of reality for a second um, and forget what's happening around me. So yeah, it's, it's been, it's been interesting, you know, but I've been trying not to spend so much time thinking about the future and what it could mean um, and what's going to happen and trying to play, you know, Cleo, the fortune teller, but instead just saying like, okay, God, you know, we have no idea what's going on right now, but I trust you. So there's been a lot of those conversations. Um, There've been some, okay, God, you know, I trust you, but what's going on as well. Um, 
so yeah and it was different this week because easter just passed and obviously we couldn't gather together in church so that was just odd so yeah i'm rambling but that's kind of how my heart is kind of all over the place burdened um and i try to find moments to kind of bob and weave in and out of having to be present in reality if that makes sense but now it's your turn uh spend a couple of minutes just checking in with yourself how is your heart how are you feeling what's heavy on your mind this week um aside from maybe the obvious um who do you need to add to your prayer list this week what do you need to journal about time to check in All right, let's jump into today's episode. So like I said, I wanted to just take a break from having some of the serious more like the more serious episodes and to just have a lighthearted funny episode. So I am going to tell you guys about the worst dates I've ever been on, but I have a confession. I did a thing actually last week. Um, So one of my goals for 2020 was to uh, give online dating a serious try. So I had gotten on the apps once or twice before, but I really didn't take it seriously. Um, I had gotten on them once, I think back in 2017, the beginning of 20, the end of 2017, I think, right before I left New Jersey to move to Indianapolis. And honestly, I was just really annoyed with all the like small talk and stuff (laughs) that happens with being on the apps. And I deleted it. I was just over it. And then I was like, oh, I'm moving to Indy, so maybe I'll find someone there. Um, And then I ended up getting on the apps in Indy, and there were, like, no, like I said before, there were no males. No, not very many men, um, and even fewer African-American men. So I was like, "Mm, I'm out. Um, And I like to break my goals up by quarter. And so for the first quarter, my goal is really working on the creation and the launch of this podcast. Um, And then for Q2, I'm like, okay, um, you know, I'm going to focus on at least trying to get on one app, one or two apps um, in Q2. So like the April, May timeframe, because I was like, well, by the time summer's here, now that I'm back in Jersey, close to New York, like I'm going to be outside. And this is all my plan pre-corona because I was planning on living my best life in the city this summer. Um, But obviously, um, we're all inside and for the foreseeable future. So I went back and forth. I'm like, okay, do I want to get on the apps? Do I not? Fine. So I decided to get on the apps. um, And it's actually been really interesting because everybody is inside. So a lot of people I feel like are on the apps. I can't tell if it's just a lot of people are on the apps or the options are just way better here in New Jersey. Um, than they were when I was in Indy. But I got on Hinge last week and one of my friends recommended Hinge to me. And I actually really like the interface of Hinge. And I feel like I'm finding more like business professionals on Hinge than like a Tinder or a Bumble where obviously they're like known for being like the hookup apps. So I feel like Hinge is not as hookup-y as the other apps. But anyways, so got on the app. Well, yeah, the app. <laughs> and it's been okay, honestly. I but I will say so like we talked about last week about um managing your expectations before I even got on the apps I said, "Okay, Brianna, like what are we expecting to happen with these apps?" And so I had to manage all. I said, "You know what? Like I really just want to start having having conversations with people and getting to know people and being more open-minded about this whole online dating thing 
back in the day, I used to be very against online dating, honestly, because I was like, you know, that's you getting in the way of God and you're just going out there searching and the women shouldn't be searching, whatever, whatever. All that's out the window and we're here now. Um, But yeah, and I know people who have met spouses online, um, you know, spouses that love the Lord, love Jesus, they're in happy relationships. And so I'm like, Brianna, you honestly have nothing to lose. And you, yeah, are coming out on a seven-year drought. So, uh, and by drought, I just mean seven years of not being in a relationship. Um, But yeah, so I got on the apps and it's been pretty cool. But like I said, managing my expectations. Um, and had to tell myself, I'm giving myself three months. So I paid for like Hinge has this like three month premium program. Um, so I paid for that. And it's, I mean, it, it's fine. It Like I forgot what comes with the premium, but I'm giving myself three months. And my expectations are not that I'm going to be my future husband. If I do, that's cool. But I want, you know, I don't want to expect that. And then if I don't be all distraught and disappointed. But really, my expectations are just to talk to people, have conversations with people, get to know people, be more open-minded. I used to shut people down very easily if they didn't meet my like 30-point checklist. And so now I'm kind of just going into it and like, okay, let's see what happens. Like, you still got to love Jesus. I still would like for you to be tall. Um, but I'm open to getting to know different personalities. So I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Um, I had told one of my friends that I got on the apps last week and she was like, is this for podcast content? And I'm like, honestly, if all that comes out of me being on the apps is podcast content, I'm actually okay with that. So I'll definitely keep you guys posted on my Corona um, quarantine self-distancing app luck. No, I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from Brie. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holla at Brie. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one who puts their name in songs. And if I am, y'all need to get with it. <laughs> but today, like I said on this episode, I wanted to do a funny episode. Um, And I want to talk to you guys about some of the worst dates I've ever been on. If you follow me on Instagram at Brianna Castell, I did a poll yesterday to ask some of my other fellow ladies the worst dates that they have ever been on. And I was cracking up um, and I could definitely relate. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, I think we all have um, maybe one or two bad dating stories. I actually have four that I have pulled out of my archives. So we are going to get right into the hot mess that has been my dating life. And what's actually really unfortunate is I I haven't gone on that many dates. I mean, it might sound like it as I'm telling you, but like, honestly, no, the majority of them have just been no bueno. It's time for a story, y'all. All right. So the first horrible date that I can remember, actually, it wasn't a bad date. It was actually a really, really nice date, but there was just one huge flaw in the date. And this guy mispronounced everything. <laughs> and it was just, oh my gosh, it was awful, you guys. So like I said, it was a really, really nice date. He had surprised me. He was super thoughtful about the entire date. And honestly, aside from him mispronouncing everything. Um, It was a really, really nice date and probably one of my better dates until we got to dinner. So homeboy pronounced the L in salmon. Yes. Yes, he did. He pronounced it salmon. And 
<laughs> so I'll tell you the whole story. So we went to this restaurant and it was a really, really nice restaurant. And I was a little surprised that he took me there um, on a first date because I you know, wasn't really sure. It was kind of like a more like getting to know you type of thing, but he went all out. Like he went all out, you guys. And so we get to this restaurant and they had this really, it was like a fancy menu of the day or whatever. And there was salmon on the menu. And so I wanted to order salmon and he wanted to order filet mignon. And so he had asked me like what I wanted to order, whatever, whatever we both had decided. And he was like, Oh, I'll order for you. Like when the waiter gets here. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, Hey, that's fine. Take the lead. If you would like to order whatever. So the waiter waitress comes up and she's like, Oh, what would you like? And he's like, um, she'll have the salmon and I'll have the filet mignon. And (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm like sweating. Just remembering the moment and feeling the embarrassment. So the waiter was trying so hard not to laugh. And like homeboy, you know, like homeboy just didn't even know like what was going on. And so like, I just felt like so much secondhand embarrassment the whole time. And uh, and it was the worst part is that, like I said, he didn't know what was happening. So like, you know, when you like walk, walk past someone who like looks really good and they, you know, they feel like they're, you know, look amazing but like their track is showing and and they don't realize and then you feel that embarrassment for them because they have no idea what's going on and everyone around them is like oh my gosh like look at that thing that's how this felt um yeah (laughs) it was it was just really embarrassing and he was a really really nice guy um but I was like he did not say salmon and he did not say filet mignon Uh, yeah, he was nice though. The second guy, so this one is funny. It wasn't necessarily like a horrible date. It was just like an embarrassing moment on a date that like made me feel away. (laughs) But so the second one was with a guy who was a little bit older than me, but he was like, fine, fine, like fine. Um, but I wasn't really sure like the intentions because we were former co- we weren't, well, we had kind of worked together kind of. He wasn't a, a direct coworker, if that makes sense. It was a little complicated, but for the sake of the brevity, it, he was like kind of a coworker, but not a direct coworker. Anyways, so we were having our meal and we were having small talk, uh, which I hate. Um, but I was like trying to kind of really trying to figure out like what was going on here. Um, and we were like at like a diner. Actually, no, it was a cafe, like a cafe spot. And it was midday. So it was like a lunch break. So I had left work to go meet him at this cafe. And, um, but because it was a cafe, like it was more like diner style food or like think, think like brunch maybe, I guess, but like it was a lot of sandwiches. And so I ordered uh cauliflower rice, I think. And he ordered like a small plate of fruit, um, because he said he wasn't really that hungry. So like, I kid you not guys, like, I think the meal may have been $7 at most, like not even kidding. I think my cauliflower rice was five and his plate was two. So the check comes and he reaches for the check and I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, fine. Again, I, it, it wasn't like a defined date. So I was like, okay, like, I don't know if this is work related or what. So then he reaches for his phone, which is fine. You know, I continue to talk. And then midway through the sentence, he's like, oh, excuse me. Like, excuse me being on my phone. I'm, I am so listening. I'm not trying to be rude, but I just have to transfer money into my account right now. And I was like, I mean, (laughs) I mean, like, okay, we've all been there, right? Like, maybe, but maybe don't mention that, like, on a date. 
or maybe transfer the money like before or maybe you know don't let your account get below 15 but you know I mean like I'm not here to judge I think but for me what made it worse is that like he was older like late 30s maybe 40s honestly and so like if we were in college and that happened like okay fine but by 30 you know I kind of expect your finances to be in order and of course I don't know all the backstory like maybe he was transferring money to another account for something else I don't know but in that moment I was like you're transferring seven dollars to this bowl of cauliflower rice like okay sir <laughs> like I can just it's okay I can just take care of it so it wasn't a horrible date but it was definitely like I'm not even sure it was a date but it was definitely a moment where I was like oh okay like don't maybe say that <laughs> and side note I had another guy um try to buy me drinks to impress me once uh and his card got declined and it was hilarious because he was really trying to stunt like he came over he's like yeah like get whatever you want oh does your friend want something and then he like bought, was trying to buy this other random person like at the bar or something just to like I guess stunt that he had money um and his car got declined and he was looking like he had egg on his face. It was so funny. And I was like, it's fine. I'll just take care of my drink. <laughs> and that story was a bonus. That was not even a part of my four. But yeah. So I don't know. Like two was, I told that to a friend before and they were like, oh, and I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. Maybe it is. So the third guy. <laughs> okay. So this guy, so we went on a date to Dave and Buster's. And anyone that knows me, like for real, for real, knows that I'm a little bit competitive. Um, I love to win and I may or may not do a little bit of trash talking during the game, especially when I'm winning. So <laughs> we were at Dave and Buster's and he decided that he wanted to play one of those like basketball shooting games where you keep shooting and you see who can make the most points. Um, and so I was with it. So we started playing the game and he was trash, like, <laughs> like straight trash. And I wasn't trying to call him out, uh, like on being bad or anything, but I was celebrating each shot of mine that went in. So I wasn't purposely trying to gloat. Um, but I mean, for me, like trash talking is just a part of my game. So like for each shot that of mine that went in, I was like, ah, you see me, baby. <laughs> And I mean, it, but it wasn't even like, <laughs> it wasn't like, I, I wasn't trying to like make him feel bad. Like I wasn't like, oh, you missed that. Like, wow, air ball. Like I wasn't doing that. I was just like, you know, every shot that went out, I was like, you see me and I was doing my little celebration. And so after the first round of the game, he, he was like, um, can you stop? And I was like, are you serious? And he was dead serious like he was actually pouting like for real for real sour face moping and all of that and I mean like I hate sore losers and so I <laughs> so um I really don't like sore losers and he had he was really set on trying to find a game that he could beat me at um and I was so annoyed and I Honestly, I proceeded to beat him at every game that we played. I whooped him in Fruit Ninja. I whooped him in that little motorcycle game. Um, we played like four or five games and I whooped his tail. Like, I'm not going to go easy on you, but he was like really upset. And so like at the end of the date, this is the funniest part. So at the end of the date, you know, I went to go take all of my tickets to the store to go buy something. And I was like, oh, you know, like, let's go, you know, do you want to go like cash in our tickets so that we can buy something? And he's like, no, like, it's fine. I'll wait here. Um, It's not like I have enough to get anything. 
And he legit sat on the bench. (laughs) And he was just such a sore loser. Like, are you kidding me? Work on your jump shot, bro. Like, don't be mad at me. Be mad at (laughs) your little bananas for hands. (laughs) And so as you can imagine, that was his first and last date. Like, don't nobody want a sore loser. All right. And the fourth one, I saved the best for last, you guys, because honestly, this next date was almost the end of my entire dating career. Like, no joke. (laughs) All right. So, boom, let me get straight into it because it's a little bit of a long story. So this guy and I had like this full date planned. It was like a full entire day date. So like multiple activities. So we were going to start off with breakfast. Um, We were going to go. Neither of us had been to the gun range. So we were going to go to the gun range. Um, We were going to do tacos for lunch. Then we were going to go do the movies. And then we were going to try a restaurant, like this fancy restaurant that he wanted to try for dinner. Okay, cool. Yes, I don't recommend doing full day day dates like this with somebody as like a first date. So let me just go on the record and say that um, because I literally had to spend all day with this person. And I'll tell you why that was a problem. So we start with breakfast and I met him at the hotel that he was staying in um, because he was from out of town. So we had breakfast uh, downstairs in the hotel lobby because they had a restaurant down there and it was pretty nice. So I think I had like bacon and sausage and some eggs probably on my plate. Cool. So homeboy made waffles and when I tell you, he did not even cut his waffles to put them in his mouth. I think he cut the waffle in half and this was a waffle like the size of like a regular size plate. These weren't like mini Eggo waffles. It was like a a big full size waffle. I think he cut the waffle in half and he literally... Wait, pause. I forgot to mention that before he even started to eat the waffle, he put peanut butter and syrup on his waffle, which I have never heard of before. Um, But fine, that's not the part that was bad. So he, like I said, cut the waffle in half and shoved just one half into his mouth. And so he had a mouthful of food and he had a really, really uh, thick beard. It was a really nice beard. And the peanut butter and the syrup was dripping and running into his beard. It was so gross. I literally almost threw up. It was so disgusting. And the way that he was chewing, because the waffle was so big and the way that he was chewing, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I just, I could not watch him eat. And I'm not even a person that's like big on like how people eat. Like some people I can't hear people smack or whatever. Like I'm not even one of those people, but I was so disgusted. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. I had to give myself a little speech. I'm like, okay, Brianna, like you, it's fine. Like maybe you don't know what's going on. Maybe he's really hungry, whatever. So I'm trying to like focus on my food and I'm looking down eating my food and, you know, trying to look at everything but him. And so he, after he chews his food and swallows it, his little two two one waffle in two bites Mm -hmm. he starts looking at my plate and he's like oh you eat pork and I'm like yes I do I'm a fan of the swine is that a problem so he gives me an entire speech on why pork is bad for you and why I shouldn't eat it and all this stuff and I listen this was like a 20 minute speech about why pork is bad for you. And hey, I'm not here to say that pork is great for you, but this is that speech is a really important part when it comes to 
our lunch. So <laughs> let me tell you about lunchtime. So honestly, I really like this guy and I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I was like, maybe breakfast was a fluke. Like maybe he was really hungry. Like let's not read too much into this. So fine. So after breakfast, we ended up going to the gun range, um, which was an entire hot mess part of the date in itself, which I won't even go into right now because the main part of the date, the main part of the date that made it bad was the eating part. Um, so after we go to the gun range, which was a very traumatic experience for me, it was actually really, really bad. We go to lunch. And so I took him to my favorite taco spot that I absolutely love. And so, and he, you know, he said he was a fan of Mexican food. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's go to the spot. And I'm like, it's tacos. You eat it with your hand. Like how messy can it be? So at this spot, I always order my carnitas taco, AKA pork tacos. And he decides to order a quesadilla, I think, and maybe like a few chicken tacos or whatever. So my order was three pork tacos and his order was a chicken quesadilla. And I think, like I said, one or two chicken tacos. Cool. So he's eating his quesadilla, uh, which it was, he was kind of eating it mess in like a messy way. But in his defense, the quesadilla was like, like really runny. I don't know what they put on it. So again, it was kind of getting into his beard again, but I was like, you know what? Brianna, don't judge, like, whatever. It's a sloppy, it's a sloppy quesadilla. Fine. Trying to make excuses again. So I'm eating my taco, minding my business, happy as can be, because like I said, I love these tacos at this spot. And when I'm eating, I do like a little happy dance. Like if I like the food that I'm eating, I do a little dance, like when I eat good food. And I was raving about how good they were. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're so good. I love this spot. Ah, ah, ah. So I ate two of my tacos and we're, you know, talking back and forth. And I had left one taco on my plate because I was trying to pace myself. Can I tell you that homeboy literally reached over to my plate, the plate that was on my side. It wasn't like a middle plate where the waitress puts it out in the middle and like it's like a shared dish. No, it was like my plate that was in front of me on my side. And he proceeds to say as he's picking up the taco off of my plate, oh, can I try your taco as he's grabbing it off of my plate? And I'm like, in my head, I didn't say this out loud, but I'm like, excuse me? try my pork taco after you berated me for even think for having a piece of bacon on my plate all breakfast for 20 minutes and now you have the nerve to reach over onto my plate without even asking first i don't mind sharing food but he reached his grubby little hands on my plate to grab my last pork taco. Y'all, I was mortified. Like, at this point, I was ready to just order my one taco to go and just go home because I had, like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was so upset. But I had already committed to the movies. Like, I had committed to the movies and dinner afterwards. So, again, this is why I say do not commit to entire day dates if this is your first date. That was that was a big mistake. So after this child of God ate my last pork taco and gonna talk about mm, it's good. Yeah, I know. Pork is good. I love pork. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? So we went to the movies. Movies was obviously awkward because I'm pissed that he's smelling like my pork taco. <laughs> 
So we get to dinner. (laughs) And at dinner, oh my gosh. So at dinner, he continued to, actually he ate better. Like he used his fork and knife and I think he had like mac and cheese. So there was no way to like, you know, like eat that messily. Um, But this was the first meal that we had with like an actual waitress. Like breakfast was a buffet style and um, tacos was kind of like you go up there, you order your food, then they bring it to your um, table. It wasn't like a full blown waitress, take your order, all that stuff. So this is the first meal that we had that was like waitress interaction. And um, homeboy had so many requests for the waitress. Like he kept making her run back and forth. I think he wanted like a specific cheese in his mac and cheese that was not on the menu. And she like went back three times. Then he wanted a milkshake for dessert and wanted her to go back and check all these toppings. It was super annoying. And I really don't like when people like just go over the top when it comes to their server um, and like make all these ridiculous requests. Um, But he kept going on and on about like how good a waitress he was and how he was going to give her an excellent tip because she did such a good job. And I was like, oh, you know, that's sweet um, because I really did think that she did a good job. And I was happy that he was choosing to compensate her for her time. So we're going through dinner or whatever. Finally, we get the bill. And I think the total came up to like 110 maybe. Um, so homeboy puts his card down, which, you know, I was like, I wasn't necessarily expecting him to pay for it, but fine. Um, so he pays for it. And then he pulls out $8 cash and places it on the table. And in my head, I'm like, that cannot be the tip. And, and I usually cover the tip when somebody takes me on a date, like if they pay for it, but he insisted on covering it and I legit had no cash to add to it. And so I'm like, no way, like no way this is it. And so I, I I was like, well, maybe he's like going to put some of it on his card and this is just all the cash that he has. No, no, no. He had opened his wallet again for something else. And I saw he had like a 20 or something in there. So I'm like, he's really about to leave this lady $8 on a $110 tip. And so I, of course, start, I started to devise my plan to get out of there early because I'm like, I just couldn't. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, you know, my head is hurting. Like, are you ready? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. You know, I just really want to give the waitress the tip in her hand to tell her how great the service was. And I'm like, so wait a minute. You're proud of this tip? Like, you want to look her in the eye and give her this $8 tip? Like, I, I immediately started looking for the exit. I'm like, no, no, no. Because I was so embarrassed. Like, the, the usually I tip 20% for like, you know, regular meal and 25% if it's above and beyond, if I feel like it's really good service, or I'll I'll even go more than 25 depending on, you know, the situation. So I just, I could not sit there and look that woman in the face while he, while he gave her $8. And so I told her, I was like, um, I'm going to go wait in the car. And I did like, I, I just, I just could not. And this man, he, he, he gave her $8 proudly on top of that $110 bill. I just, I could not believe it. And I ultimately, I decided, I was like, you know what? After all that, I was like, this is not someone that could be my dining partner for the rest of my life. Nope. And so that was his last date as well. 
And like I said, I'm not somebody that usually complains about people's eating, but I was like, no, 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 I will not. I refuse. (laughs) I refuse to date a man who eats a waffle in two bites. Nope. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Hopefully it was a bit more light for you and hopefully you got a couple of chuckles. Um, It was fun for me going down memory lane, but hopefully you're thinking about maybe some of your dates and just getting a, getting a moment to um, have a little mental break from everything that's going on. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, um, tell a friend, rate the podcast if you like it shout out to the people who've already given it five star reviews you guys are the bomb.com um and yeah i look forward to talking to you guys next week don't forget to follow the podcast on instagram at shine bright podcast and you can follow myself my personal page on instagram at brianna castell at brianna castell all right guys talk to you next wednesday shine bright on purpose this week <laughs>